just just embrace our Lord of the Rings nerddom. Please. It's everywhere, if you haven't noticed. It's made it into every single episode. <laughs> Multiple times. Oh, wait. All right. Wait, what is this next episode about? Oh, Lord, Lord of the Rings. Definitely. Oh, yeah, Lord Hold of the on. Rings. How are we going to get our kids hooked on that? Exactly, exactly. Now, just so you know, I really should probably end around midnight because I do have school True. tomorrow. So, uh, you full-grown man. I know, I know. But um, it'll be... I don't have I don't have my books. It's such a bummer. Dude, do you need your books? Do I? Maybe we have another of our Lord of the Rings collectibles. And this is how we're going to get our kids hooked on it. Yeah. There we go. There's, ouch. There's so many Lord of the Rings topics. All right. Here we go. You do the intro. I did the intro for the last one. No, I did the intro for the last one. Oh, no, you did it for part one. I did it for part two. Oh, I forgot that was in two parts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. How do I want to do this? Oh. Yes. <laughs> wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Are you going to play or should I just start? I'm just going to do random chords as he talks. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of The Cultured Swine with Jared and Levi. We are here coming to you at what's totally a normal and reasonable hour of the day. And um, our brains are fully functioning right now. And we're here to talk about something that is near and dear to our hearts. And uh, if you're watching this on video, maybe you'll have a guess based on what I'm wearing. But uh, we're here to talk to you today about uh, one of our favorite series, the, the Lord of the Rings by John Ronald Rule Tolkien himself. Yes, what a guy, what a guy. And the really important topic of how to introduce someone to the Lord of the Rings for the first time if they're not familiar with it at all. Now, you might say, why does this matter? Why should we care? And the real answer is you should care deeply, and it matters a lot because how someone is introduced to the Lord of the Rings can affect their perception of it for the rest of time. So that's what we're here to talk about today. So uh, we're back. And, you know, Jared has been playing beautiful music this whole time while I'm talking. And I haven't heard a note of it. And I'm really serious. I don't know if your microphone is like... Um, cutting out the sound, but I, I haven't heard any of it. I'm so sad because I'm sure it's amazing. I can't hear it. You didn't really not hear that? Really? Can you I, hear me talk? I can hear you talk. Yeah, but I, I didn't hear any what car, any piano. <laughs> oh, added in post. That's stupid. Yeah, we'll add it in post. Perfect. Um, so, so... <laughs> I'm sure it sounded amazing, though. So I'm sure. So how do we get onto this topic in the first place, Jared? Like, what what kind of got us? I think we're I think we we're talking them. about like my nieces or something like that. Probably. And um, and it, it came up I think because I had gotten them hooked on another 
series that I was hooked on because I get hooked on, you know, books that are written for 11 year olds um, and devour series like those because they're easy reading, you know, you read them really quick Um, and they're short. So you feel accomplished. Um, But like, I think, I think we're talking about that or something. And then we just like fell into talking about how we're going to get our kids into Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So if you haven't, picked it up from every single other episode so far of the culture swine um jared and i maybe like the lord of the rings just a little bit just maybe just just a little we're just a little into it yeah you know maybe it can be an episode where we take everybody on a tour of our respective houses and show all of the lord of the rings uh accoutrement that we have um dude what a word (laughs) I know it came out of my mouth and I was like, is that the right word? And I think it is, but I think I'm not it is. totally sure. Does that mean like fancy knickknacks? I think so. Okay. That that's a good way of putting it. Nice. Um, but so we, we totally talked about it on one of our trips of like, how totally would we introduce Lord of the Rings to our kids? Cause mm-hmm. like, I, I think I was saying, I don't remember a time when I didn't know pretty much the whole story of Lord of the Rings. Same. Yeah, which it's like we're talking about a spiritual experience. But um, like my dad read them to us growing up and I have older siblings. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that was amazing. I'm so happy my dad did that. Those are some of my favorite memories. But he nice. read them to my older siblings when it was like more geared toward them. And so mm-hmm. I heard it and I knew the stories. And so I never like totally experienced the the ride of like not knowing how it was going to end true yeah but i mean clearly that hasn't hampered my love of the stories up till now yep but at the same time just looking out for the best interests of my own children i would want to introduce it to them in a way so they could experience that yeah same because like i think like because you know i grew up with all older brothers Mm -hmm. so they had all watched it none of them have read them but they all watched what? them. Yeah, no, I know. I'm a brother of uncultured swine. Terrible. And um, yeah. Yeah. And um, so it was just everywhere, I think. Like, I know Jeremy really liked him because he's a movie buff. And so he was, he really loved him. Mm-hmm. Like they, like John and Jeremy saw them in theaters when they came out because they're old. Yeah. Um, and it was super jelly of, but. Um, right. So it was always around for me too. Like, I feel like I watched Return of the King at a friend's house, knowing that I probably should have asked mom and dad if we can do it, but I didn't. And we watched Return of the King mm-hmm. of all the ones. I think that was the first one I watched. Oh, wow. That is kind of yeah. a bummer to start there. Yeah. Like, I don't remember watching it for the first time. Mm-hmm. I I remember like a friend had a super cool, like, like, um, not a Lego set, but something like a Lego set of Helm's Deep. And it was like this huge, awesome thing. I remember playing the Return of the King game in their basement all the time. Like it was, it's always been everywhere. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But like, I really got into it in high school. But this is sort of how we're getting our kids into it. We'll talk about how we got into it later. Absolutely. That's <laughs> we're going to stay on topic this time. We will try. Um, yes. So I what? Had a microphone. <laughs> how dare you? Um mm. What what age do you think is like an appropriate age to start? Because I mean, obviously, you've got the Hobbit first. You can always start mm. there, and that's more of a kid's story, anyways. So, like, 
I I remember when did when did the first Hobbit come out? 2013, the movie. Sounds about right. So I would have read The Hobbit in 2012. So I was like 13 or 14. Okay. When I read The Hobbit and I loved it. I probably could have read it earlier. Yeah. Cuz like The Hobbit is is a children's book. Yeah. But there's a there's a good difference between a children's book written in and when he read it the 60s 70s. Uh oh before then. No, cuz the, the gap between The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings is pretty huge. It's like 50s. He died in the 70s. So um I'm 50s or let me look. Man, we call ourselves Tolkien nerds. But anyways, like a children's book written in the decade it was, it's pretty different than it is now. So I feel like just because um the language is different and the way things are written is different, that maybe a little older, but I feel like 12. Yeah. So like like my oldest niece, who's eleven, would devour the Hobbit. She just hasn't read it yet. Absolutely. It was so she would eat it alive. It was published in 1937, by the way. Oh my gosh, I was way off. Okay. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, The Hobbit's a great, good age. For sure. And though I will say that's something, like if you read it out loud to your kids, I think they could take it younger than that. Especially if they're, they're sharp. Like my nieces and nephews, they just turn seven. I think my sister read it to them when they were like six. Now they are like readers they're already reading and they're yeah. like smarter than i was at their age so mm -hmm. i think it depends on the age or the the specific child but so that's true definitely younger though for the hobbit oh yeah like the lord of the rings like i know full-grown adults who get confused because you, you're eventually tracking with three groups of people at a time right and and you don't see a group for a whole book like if you're a true nerd you know that there are six books not three um, and that you're not, you're only with a max of two groups yeah. for each of the books after book two, mm -hmm. when everyone splits up. And so that can be hard, but yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah. Levi, what is, what is your 10 step guide to getting your children hooked on Lord of the Rings? All right. So first mm. you need to, you need to start them off with a hobbit at an appropriate mm. age. So I would say yes. in my brain, probably somewhere between like eight and 12 which is like yeah. the sweet spot get True. them to love that get them so that they like know the characters you know if you're going to be like me and go all out and do it the right way have just a ton of lord of the rings stuff around so yes they, they see Amen. it and then <laughs> they need to know that you're watching it and that you love it because the mystery yes. and the intrigue will make them want to love it too so true because it'll be like ah oh, dad loves this yes and they'll be like but why can't we watch it and then or read the books or whatever and it'll because be like, son you need to be old enough to understand the themes exactly <laughs> it's for your own good you will thank for me your own day. good you will thank me yes and that's so, so true yeah but they can have an aragorn figurine if they want oh absolutely yeah and then i think it needs to be like a rite of passage at a certain age so that yes. once again, the younger kids can see the older kids do it and be like, whoa, like I want this too. And But it's like, no, no, it's not your time yet. You will thank me later. It's not uh, your time, son. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we are such nerds. This is really sad. We are such nerds. This is hilarious. Um, but then, I, you know, I've actually, I've honestly gone back and forth between like should someone start with the movies or start with the books so obviously mm -hmm. i love the books 
but I do think the movies are so well done. And even though they're nitpicky things you can pull apart about the movies, mm -hmm. I think they get the themes really well. Oh, and yeah. And I think that could be really useful for getting someone engaged. So I don't know. What do you think? Movies or books first? I think, I don't Like, I was movies first. Most people are movies first. Yeah. I think I didn't feel like there was any less thrill in, like, what's going to happen when reading the books. Because... There's so much in the book, so much is left out in the movies. Nothing is done wrong in the movies, but so much is left out. Mm -hmm. And there are all these beautiful moments, like all of Frodo's dreams. Yeah. You oh, know, like that was my favorite part of the books was the dreams that he had. And that makes the Great Havens way more impactful. Yeah. And like why he leaves and stuff. And so like I don't I don't really know if I have a if I have a preference. Maybe you have read it to them first. Yeah, I was going to say, when you read it out loud, you get that like shared experience and you can like help yeah. color the understanding for them and in the way mm -hmm. that you read it. So, yeah, yeah I would that's an interesting plan. Yeah. So, it's way different than mine. Okay. So, tell me yours. Okay. So, I have like a reading list to work them up to it, uh, but not a required reading list, one that I want to read because, you know, I read the Wing Feather Saga, which is which is like, a, it's a modern book. It was written very recently, or series, there's four books. And it's like Lord of the Rings, but written by C.S. Lewis. So it's really easy reading, but it's still like a fantasy world. Yeah. So they can read that themselves, right? And maybe read The Hobbit and all throughout there, they're getting Lion, the Witch and Wardrobe and Narnia read to them yeah. all the time. So they're just versed. And then... On, I don't know, on a certain birthday or something, they oh, get yes. their own edition of The Hobbit. Like a like a, like a Folio Society edition. Oh, wow. That would be you know, amazing. Of The Hobbit or something like that. And then they get to read that. And then they have their very own like super special edition of the book. Right. And so then... Just for them. Mm -hmm, just for them. And then we won't watch The Hobbit series because that's awful. And then... Um, well, two and three are. One is very fun. Yeah, yeah. But did you? Okay, sidetrack. Did you ever watch the animated Hobbit movie from like nineteen? No, I really want to though. Okay, totally watch it. I grew up watching it. I love it. It's stylized. It's a little weird, but it's yeah. I really love it. I think I would love to watch that. You should yeah. totally watch it. Yeah, yeah, I should watch that. So. Yeah, and then I don't know when to like give them Lord of the Rings because I would not have enjoyed it if I had not read it in college. Yeah. Like, I that was just when I needed to read them. I would have been bored out of my mind if I read them in high school, you know, because I was reading like Hunger Games, you know, in high school, which good series, but it's just yeah. like, it's more work to read Lord of the Rings than it is to read the Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. And so I don't know. I haven't quite worked out when they gonna read them and i have to figure that out because emma has devoured the wing feather series mm -hmm. um and she's about to start the hobbit um and i think mom's having them read narnia for school and stuff and so like just all sorts of sorts of stuff if my mom helps homeschool my nieces by the way but that's why i said my mom not their mom anyways um what was i saying um Ah, oh, yeah. I'm not sure how to get them hooked on the book yet. Yeah. Un unless it was like read, like 
read fellowship, watch fellowship, read two mm-hmm. towers, watch two towers. Then it's broken up because all three books are like 800 pages. And that's a little daunting. Yeah, that's true. Um, but if you break it up, it's like 250. Like people think Lord of the Rings is huge. It's not like guys, I've started this modern fantasy series called wheel of time, which is super new to me. And I'm sure all of you fantasy nerds are like wheel of time. You're such a noob. That's like such the baseline of modern fantasy reading. But like the, the first book of the 14 book series is wow. almost as big as all of Lord of the Rings. If people say Tolkien, it's wordy. So right. anyways, um, yeah, I don't know why I was talking about that. I think I think that's a that's a good plan. You you have yours more to like shape their mind to appreciate it. Mine is more just like know about this thing you can't have. <laughs> you know about this thing you can't have yet. I mean, but it's true. It's like to enjoy things like 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 I'm so thankful I went like backpacking all the time as a kid because I was too young to think that this is miserable. Mm-hmm. You know you know what I mean. And then like. You don't ever have to get over the fact that this is uncomfortable. This is hard work. And then you start having fun. So I feel like with reading, it's like the same way. Like if you can get a kid hooked on reading the, because a lot of really fun things take work until it feels like it, until you just get used to it. And then it's super fun. Totally. You know? And so like, if you get the kids reading in a ton, then it will be easy. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, I may steal some of your ideas from my own children, but yeah, and I'll definitely have Lord of the Rings memorabilia everywhere. Though it made it into every room of the apartment. Oh, it's in the living room. How did it get into the bathroom? Oh, the shoe's not in the bathroom yet. I don't know what to do about that. We'll have to oh, I know. There are Lord of the Rings themed candles, you know, from mm-hmm. that, that sponsors our favorite podcast called Unexpected, Unexpected Podcast. podcast. Um, and uh, maybe we'll put one of those in the bathroom. Then it'll be in the living room. Cufflinks are in the bedroom. Candle Mm -hmm. in the bathroom. Blanket on the couch. Mm -hmm. Game in the coat closet. Mm -hmm. It's everywhere. Nice. Yeah. So there you go. That's how we're going to introduce our kids to Lord of the Rings. Perfect. And we're just about out of time. It's going to end. And Zoom is not a sponsor, but the meeting is going to end because we don't pay for it because they're not a sponsor. So So you all have a wonderful, wonderful day. Toodles. You too. (laughs) Toodles. Bye-bye.